0: Fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal?
1: A
2: constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo.
0: Featuring Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clare. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And Alex Senar.
3: No one knows what it means, but it's provocative.
0: Also featuring the talents of Bigfoot as your producer. Uh... Now let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Meal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker and Alex, and we watched a movie called Braindead, aka Dead Alive. It depends which country you're from. We'll probably use them both interchangeably. Who cares? Uh, this is one of the better zombie comedies that I've seen. Uh, Alex, you really uh, set the tone for this one in last week's episode, which I still haven't edited. Oops. <laughs> well, I guess there's Ooh. no
1: point in asking you how my mic came through, because it's been kind of weird. So oh. good luck with that one, buddy. I'll, I'll do the best I can on it. <laughs> You'll just be thinking about that for this whole episode, huh? Yeah, well, uh,
0: I'm drinking Uh so hopefully I'll forget about it. I haven't heard that grandfather clock in so long. (laughs) it really takes you back to the early days. Uh, Yeah, I'm recording from my dad's place, so I'm going to try to be a little bit quieter. My dad's a pretty light sleeper. Uh, Anyway, yeah, Braindead, really good movie. I had a really good time with it. I've got plenty to say. Uh, Virtually all of it good. Uh, I'm really happy that we watched this. I think it's really a movie that's right up our alley. I can't believe,
3: I've only seen it once, how much of it i would forgotten. Because if any other movie had, (laughs) like, literally 20 of the things in this movie, it's all I would talk about on here.
0: Exactly. This kind of feels like a movie that's up our alley. And uh, all the, okay, we'll get to the comparisons later. But first, Parker, do we have any news? Oh, buddy. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Shot and chaser, baby.
3: (laughs) The good news is that there's a glimmer of hope in this dark, awful time we're living through as Michael Mann wants to make both a prequel and a sequel to Heat. Oh, fuck yes. It's all I could possibly want out of life right now. And then that means the jerk of the week is myself for finding hope in things. As mere hours later, I read, Kingdom Hearts live-action TV show reported to be in development.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) Because I was was worried that we weren't going to have one of those. Like The thought of
3: that game as just a CGI nightmare, it's haunting. Same, except
0: we're gonna have someone in a goofy suit.
1: (laughs) It's so cool, because we watched this happen with Netflix, where House of Cards came out, and everyone loved it, and people bought Netflix, and they're like, well, Netflix is only gonna make good TV. And now Disney Plus is gonna do the exact same thing with the fucking Baby Yoda show. (laughs) Eat all of the shit. Congratulations on your one home run.
0: Here it comes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, the good news um, is, is no one would ever get assigned that Ha 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 uh, ha And between ha, all
3: that, like, HBO Max is about to launch And I keep reading about the fucking Snyder Cut It's just this creeping death looming like Fuck, it's really going to be real They're really going to do it for real. to watch the <laughs> network And we're going to have to do an episode We're going to have to drop whatever we're fucking doing and watch it um, Are we though? I, yes! That's, I, well, hold up a lot, to be fair, Alex until, is I don't know, I might have a week it. of summer classes that week It's, well, it's, it's possible Alex can't, can't be sleeping this off. much when he should be studying <laughs> I <cannot hold laughs> off until
0: football season To make one of you fucks watch that uh, That's the thing about the Snyder Cut is It's been so long since Justice League I don't even remember what year that movie came out Does anyone care anymore?
1: Wait, is the Snyder uh, Cut for Justice League? I thought <laughs> yeah. it was for Batman vs. Superman this whole time Oh buddy I'm oh. surprised I got it right. It was a coin flip. I was I, all, either way, I was it's a movie I
3: haven't yeah. seen. <laughs> I can direct you to some
0: people online who will be glad to tell you about it until uh, you block them. Yeah. Can, we, can we get the, the cut of uh, Aquaman that doesn't have Amber Heard in it? Or Jason Mimosa?
1: Just more Boston but, scenes? Is that what I you're looking for? I can remember
0: the permission but. to come aboard, boardline. I'm sorry I left you hanging.
3: <laughs> it's you, okay. you guys, I was trying so hard.
1: <laughs> you guys, it's Aquaman but Aquaman is played by Mark Wahlberg. And it's just Aquaman out out being a talent. There's no way Mark Wahlberg would be comfortable enough,
0: so every 20 minutes I'd have to be like,
3: I'm just a guy who talks to fish.
0: I ain't gay nothing." There's no possible way. Okay, okay, we've talked about Aquaman way too much on this. Disagree. Alex, do we have any other jerks of the week? Oh,
1: fuck. I can't believe you've done this. You know, I know this is going to surprise you, but no, it's been a pretty good week in the world. I have no one to complain about. Uh, well,
0: I, I do have a jerk of the week, and this is one where it's it's kind of revealing how little I know of the internet. Uh, I don't really watch Twitch very much. Um, I don't know a whole lot about oh, streamers. Oh, no. Have,
1: I I've, I had a feeling it was coming.
0: No, <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is a recent one, because uh, I think the incident in, occurred in January. So, like I said, I don't really watch a lot of streamers. I don't really get the appeal, but if someone else is into it, it seems to be a burgeoning industry in some sorts. i like forgotten VCR. That's Maybe that counts or something. Uh, I, I've heard about the streamers named Dr. Disrespect, which, <laughs> <laughs> not my jerk of the week, uh, just, he's just a guy, I've heard about him, uh, I don't know what he does, but, uh, he just streams, and he does- Not things. respect, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> he disrespects people, in fact. Um, no, my, my, uh, jerk of the week is a user calling herself Bad Bunny, now, if you look up Bad Bunny on Google.com, they'll show you that it's a rapper. I'm talking about the Twitch streamer, who is a girl. So it's different. Gross. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, Bad Bunny uh, lambasted her followers, saying, you guys, if you have all this time, all these hours to watch me, you should be able to donate $5 for my content. I'm basically working for free right now. That's not fair. Stuff like that. She has forgotten the sacred code of content between the creator and the consumer. What we do, we do for the art, okay? This podcast is art, and streaming could and should, maybe would be, I don't know, I don't watch it, art. But for her to say that she needs her $5, to me, that's asinine. Please donate to our
1: Patreon. So, uh, yeah, that's my journey. I was really expecting you were going to talk about that lady that was pretending to be a deer. But, uh. Oh, I, that, uh, <laughs> I did
0: hear about that one. Uh, I, I saw the one, apparently, she likes to go into the backyard and eat grass, because it centers y- You guys, <laughs> like, like, I have no
1: opinion on like literally anything involving Twitch and Twitch culture and the people that work for Twitch, but Gamergate's back, and I'm real amped for it. <laughs>
3: truly
0: really is. We did it,
3: folks. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> stuck inside, let's get mad about women in games.
0: Yeah, apparently, this individual got hired by Twitch to... Oh, wait, what's even the point of talking about this? This has been covered by like a bunch exactly. of... Exactly, why Why yeah. are we talking about Yeah, this? there's a whole bunch I of like... I just wanted to talk about Gamergate, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, I,
1: mean, I still I... don't know which side is pro-Gamergate and which side is anti-Gamergate. Please don't explain it to me. I'm happy yeah. not no, knowing, no, 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 it's no. It's more fun if you go in
0: there not knowing so you can see the final reveal. <laughs> uh, They're <laughs> so prestige. mad that a
1: woman made money on her depression game. It's so. That cool. was like six years ago now. I
0: know. <laughs> Be, well, I think the one I was that got in my me. Junior college then. <laughs> there, there's the. Are you talking about Gone Home? Because people got really mad about Gone Home. They're like, it's not a game. It doesn't count as game. Like, I
1: think GamerGate was a different game, but don't quote me on that. I don't remember. No, is no, Depression all games Quest. If you're real Depression
0: gamer. Quest was the one. Um, oh, so which is like uh, a real expert here. Uh... <laughs> Well, Jason Schreier is a close personal friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if you know. Uh, he's helped me in the past with some. Dude, of these I
1: love so much when people find out that I know him. And they're like, <laughs> yes. You ask him what he thinks about the Palestinian kids now, I'm like, hey, fuck off, <laughs> like, leave him alone. <laughs> uh, let the
0: man write about games. Okay, well, uh, let's talk about what we watched recently. <laughs> Alex, you can go because I didn't watch anything this week. I have been extremely busy and had very serious cases of insomnia, so it's been a rough slag
1: for me. <laughs> I know I know when I can't sleep the last thing I want to do is watch movies, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I've only got a couple to talk about. So, uh you know, with the way the world shut down and all, like, you know, there's a lot of early twenty twenty movies that yeah, I just haven't really gotten around to, because, it's, you know, I'm kind of thrown off the cycle of, you know, when movies are leaking, when I can actually watch them. But I sat down and watched one that, uh, that I'd heard a lot of good things about, by a director named Guy Ritchie. Oh, oh man. man. I haven't gotten to that yet. <laughs> uh, Parker, you can skip it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I had a feeling as such. It's, so, the pros. It's Guy Ritchie going back to his roots. The cons. I've seen a movie where every fourth word is cunt like five times already now. Like, it's kind of played out. Uh, what's like. the name of the movie again?
0: Uh, The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Okay.
1: It, Which it's is the movie, just... if you
0: look
3: it
1: up, you'll go, oh shit, that's not the
3: Kingsman thing? Correct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There were, like, I enjoyed every Colin Farrell scene, as I am apropos to do. He has incredible outfits in this movie, Is he just... I mean, everybody in this movie is so fucking cockney, and I tried to watch it without subtitles, and I probably lost, like, 40% of the plot in that, but that's fine. Here's the things you need to know. Like, if you've seen a Guy Ritchie movie before, like, one of the good ones, like Lockstock, like... All of those gimmicks are back. You get the camera facing up when someone's in the <coughs> trunk and they and the guys open it and they're just, like, you know, calling each other cheeky cunts and shit because that's what <laughs> British people do, I guess. Yeah. You got chase scenes with grime music playing over them. You've got, you know, ah oh, ha ha, here is my machine gun after you just talk for two minutes and then somebody calls me a wanker and I shoot their head off. <laughs> but here is something... I've said all that, Parker, I know how you feel about Guy Ritchie, but I am looking directly okay. at you when I say this. What if I told you we get a reunion of Matthew McGonaghy and the Rules Guy? God, wait! fucking damn it. Uh. Damn
3: it, you told me not to watch it. What, the- <laughs> what do I do with this? You watch it, obviously. God damn it. Skip it are... oh by the way this once in a generational thing happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> well apparently twice in a generation parker how would look. i know i don't get to see it i was told to skip it
1: look you'll fucking hate it but also like the 10 minutes they're on screen together you'll be having a blast and the 10 minutes where colin farrell's doing colin farrell things you will also have a blast and the whole rest of the movie you can skip it looks like it is very powerful uncle energy So, like, I actually, like, I heard good things about this movie from people whose opinions I trust. And I feel like they just haven't seen a Guy Ritchie movie in a long time. And that's fair. You know, like, I think for a while, as he's made awful movie after awful movie, a lot of people have thought, man, I really wish he'd just get back to his roots. And he did. And it sucks. So, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, you allowed me a little bit of extra time to squeeze in another movie tonight. So I got oh, to watch man. Fantasy Island. Oh. <laughs> Boy.
0: What a movie. I
1: watched four consecutive hours of movie tonight, and I could not tell you the plot of either of them. So would you
0: agree that so... it's a future episode?
1: How is it so disjointed? I don't like, I cannot stress enough. It, it, if we were for some reason to subject ourselves to this movie as an episode, you, as the person who was responsible for moving the plot along, would have no idea what to do. Like, you, it is just like. <laughs> this week a got... <laughs> series of vignettes. That's what like, I, I was yeah. so flustered trying to describe it.
3: Because I was realizing, like, wait, how the fuck do we get from point eight or... and then these people show up? Because they all just splinter off immediately and there's no cohesion. It's a fucking nightmare, structurally. Did, uh, did either is... one of you ever
0: watch this show? I certainly didn't.
1: No. No! <laughs> Jesus. Why would I do that? I don't know. Just like, I, like, it has so many components of a movie that should be really funny to me, but it wouldn't linger on any of them. Like, every, like fucking Michael Rooker just showing up at minute 60. You're like, I'm Michael Rooker. I'm going to show you how to get off the island. Wow, I you like girls are really mean to each other. I'm going to jump off this cliff now. Bye. I'm crazy. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool.
3: I'm so happy you squeezed
0: that like, in. Fucking... So, did you like it?
1: What is Michael Pena doing in this movie?
0: Oh. That's a very, very good question. What Parker says he does at the end is one of my all-time favorite described endings. I still haven't seen the movie, but...
1: uh. Look, this movie's not not good. It's a fucking mess. It makes no sense. You're watching these two, like... Like, mid-twenties girls fight about things they did to each other as teenagers, and then all of a sudden, you're in the fucking jungle with an army unit, and you're like, what the fuck is even happening? It makes no goddamn sense, but when that plane gets blown up by the bazooka (laughs) from off-screen, I laughed for three minutes straight. Like, things are finally starting to come together, and then they're just
3: underground in a cave and there's magic water showing them visions, and these women <laughs> are, like, conspiring to ruin these people's lives because of shit from, like, ninth grade. It's... Th- this is starting to sound like what Bear should have been. Look,
2: uh,
1: Bear was exactly even, what it was supposed to like, be, first like of he said,
3: but, As the person who has to move it along, you might want to screen it prior before we read an episode, because you <laughs> might just have a fucking stroke trying to say Because it. it's, like, five concurrent storylines. And like they'll just forget about one for a solid 25, 30 minutes, and they'll go, "Oh shit, these guys!" Uh, so they're in Vietnam, I guess. Oh my god, I let just got this way thinking
1: about it. Yeah, it jumps around so often that three different times during this movie, I looked at the same character and said, "Is that Deck Shepherd, <laughs> dude? Same? Damn. I swear to God, I thought it was Deck Shepherd." <laughs> Which is problematic like, for your he film he would be there you'd think about it he'd be gone for like 30 minutes he'd come back like oh yo is that Dak Shepard again <laughs> like just over <laughs> and over like, what a stupid fucking movie yeah where's Jackster? <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, what else do you This is much. my old psychiatrist, <laughs> Dr. <doctor> torture. <laughs> Dr. Torture? Is that like Dr. Poison?
1: Yes. Uh, you'll find out. But I mean, yes, kind of. I mean, is it a doctor that does torture? If so, then yes.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, Alex and Parker, since you guys have watched it and I haven't, is Fantasy Island the worst movie of the year? Or is it A, Cats, or B, Murder of Nicole Brown Simpson? Because I'm leaning towards B right now.
1: I kind of oh, think it's... both,
0: weren't both of those last year? No, they, they're they both 2020. Oh, wait, Cats is...
1: Did I Cats saw are... Cats. Okay, okay, Cats
0: <laughs> is 2019, never mind. Nicole Brown Simpson was definitely in January 2020, though.
3: I mean, I will remember and laugh about things in Fantasy Island a couple months from now. I have seen some wretched shit that I will not do the same for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Fantasy Island might be a worse movie. But in ways that are entertaining to me specifically, because <laughs> yeah. I have brain poison. Yeah, okay, right.
3: that, that that goes a long way, though. You know, I my brain is literally the baby from Dead Alive.
1: <laughs> That's how I consume content. We will get to that. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Parker, what did you watch? Because I am now officially done with finals and can actually focus on watching movies. Oh my god, you'd love to see it. i for good grades. Very excited. <laughs> I, I actually... I did well. Hey! But o- only because the one class that I would've done badly in, I got to just option select into pass-fail, so... Oh, you'd love to see it. There you go. <laughs> my C in chemistry is now a P. Suck a dick, world. I'll take <laughs> my 3-7. Alex
3: like C's oh. and P's. Proud of
2: you.
3: <laughs> so, uh... Going back to my old Christopher Nolan thing, going back from the beginning, I watched Memento for the first time in my young young life. What the fuck? You watched fucking Bloodshot before Memento? Yeah, I mean, like I've told Chris (laughs) like twenty times. Like, there's never been a point as someone online talking about movies where I have not known all about Memento. But wait, have you seen? That's actually fair. Have you
0: seen L.A. Confidential though, or was Bloodshot your first Guy Pierce movie?
1: No, he's seen, seen *Ravenous*. All... Oh, <laughs> exactly. right, yeah, right, yeah, okay. I don't, don't see
3: all the way through. I know my mom fucking loved that movie, so I'm it's
1: pretty it's... familiar with it. It's fine. Yeah, it's a pretty
3: good movie. Yeah, nothing's ever drawn me back to revisit it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... like three
1: hours long, and Kevin Spacey's not a weirdo. That's really all you need to know. In the right. movie. Or, you know, charges pending. <laughs> Witnesses Sorry. keep disappearing. Sorry. Keep just about? say he's gay at the two-hour-twenty-minute <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so please talk about Memento, one of my favorite movies.
3: So, like I am saying, like, when you become a fucking movie nerd online, especially back, further back before, you know... There were Tumblr fandoms for every single movie, and you could just immerse yourself in that. It was, holy shit, dude, you should check out Memento. You should check out Fight Club. You should check out fucking A Clockwork Orange for some reason, and American Psycho, and Donnie Darko. It's just been one of those movies where right, right, yeah. I've never not known the twists and the things about it. But even
0: then, like, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> like, it's no surprises. Really <laughs> it's a really fucking good movie. So, if I could tell uh, briefly one of my favorite stories about Memento, my Memento story. Uh, I watched it with my ex uh, several years back, and we put it on, and that guy, you know the one I'm talking about, that one with a mustache. What's his name? Joe Pantaleano Yeah. Oh, my boy Joey Pants. <laughs> Joey Pants. That dude, my, my ex was like, oh, no, no way, never, just... She thought he was like the most unappealing man in history, (laughs) and that's why she's your ex.
1: (laughs) Strange. I feel like I've never met this person.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like what the fuck am I gonna say? I would. I kind of want to pick up the physical copy because it has a chronological version, and I just want to see what that looks like. Uh, It's.
1: Or am I just? Or am I good? Okay. You're good. You're good. It it is. That as, is. I, as somebody who got really into this movie in high school and like watched it with my friends like four or five times before we finally put on the chronological version. Like we watched it, it's like, man, I would've rather just watched the regular version again.
3: Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what my aversion was to because like during that time, like I saw Clock Orange, I saw Fi Globe, I saw Don- like I watch all that shit. I don't know why I never got to this, but for some reason it just eluded me. And then it's just been this thing of like, Yeah, I know the movie. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you you think you know it and you turn around and go, oh, but she's been a fucking idiot. Yeah, I turns not out not watched Saw 7. I could have watched this. <laughs> turns out Christopher Nolan, actually kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm excited to get to...
0: I forgot, like,
3: how few movies he's made and how quickly he was one of the biggest directors on the planet oh yeah yeah i that wonder I,
0: i'm kind of curious about which one was really like the catalyst to make him big and famous i've always thought it was memento but then you look at the the rampage success of batman begin and it's probably that one
3: because like i think it's agreed. like he is one of like the five like huge directors like that it's not just like oh there's a new fucking slasher it's, no hey there's a new christopher nolan movie you want to see it yeah that's but a thing. i don't know what anyone who has strong opinions about insomnia. Like, I don't think I've ever uh, heard anyone Yeah, even it. I haven't
0: even seen it. I'm a big uh, Nolan beard. That's the thing about a movie about, like, uh, Tenet. I don't know what Tenet is about, and I don't care. I have to see it, because it's Nolan. Uh, I also haven't seen Interstellar yet. Uh, and also hot. I gotta, you I gotta,
1: can s- skip that one, Well, w. I mean, you
0: said that to me before, but you also said that if I'm a Nolan
1: beard, I'm probably going to like it, uh, so... I, I don't know. Like, the more I find out about your mo- movie taste, like... I'm you might it like down. it solely because you're willing to be patient with it. Because that movie demands your fucking patience. That's the thing. is like why I, I, I haven't I, watched it. I have to I set aside
0: three hours of my day. But the good news is I have a really big TV to watch it on. So,
3: <laughs> Like, my sister loves that movie. And every time I'm like, yeah, yeah I should put it on. I just look at that runtime. And I'm like, man, I could yeah. I could go get some food. I mean, the I last time I put on a long man.
0: movie, I kind of got burned with it with Boyhood. The last, like, several times? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get to That's kind of why I'm forcing myself to go into order. It's like, okay, I'll get to it and I can't just skip it. I have to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like to go from following, which is a fucking 70 minute, basically a student film, to holy shit. This guy <laughs> knows what he's doing. Is, It's really fun to watch a jump like that. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll see how it progresses. And guy Pierce is just a joy in that movie, too. He's so good. That fucking shot at the end of that Polaroid with him pointing at his chest sent. A weird chill down my spine I wasn't prepared oh, yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. It really made me feel a way I was not ready to feel. I really want to watch it again I'm going to be honest.
0: One of the things about Memento that I feel like people don't talk about enough at least today is that his brother was involved with the writing I believe and I think for a while his brother was involved with a lot of his movies and I haven't heard from him since it was his name Jonathan Nolan or something like that I kind of wonder what happened to that guy so that might be something for a little investigative journalism. Jason
3: Schreier if thing, you're listening another thing people don't talk about is that uh, Carrie and Moss in that movie should beat the shit out of me <laughs> yeah spit in my drink and fucking beat the unholy dog shit out of me <sighs> like I always hate the thing it's like you have to watch the movie twice to really understand it but as soon as it ended it was a real like look like, I know it's 3am but what if we just <laughs> fucking we've got this rental for 48 hours what if we just hit that play button again <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a really good movie yeah I'm almost glad I waited, because I feel like it would have fallen straight into my cynical, well, actually, this is overrated, it's not as good as everyone online says, and that would have been a real disservice. So I'm glad I was able to wade past those muddy waters, and actually appreciate it like an adult, and not the early 2010s, late 2000s fucking try-hard movie teen I was. That's
0: that's a fair point to make, as long as you're honest about it with yourself. If you like a movie, it's okay to like something. Unless it's something I don't like. Unless it's Suicide Squad, Okay, oh, yeah, Exactly. Case. Yeah, so. <laughs>
3: Let's see. oh I watched a movie that premiered on Shudder called Monstrum. Chris, my friend, what if it's a historical drama set in
0: 1527 in Korea and also involves a giant monster? I... What do those things do for you? Ooh, 1527 set in South Korea. Is it a Korean movie or is it like... It sure is. Okay. Uh, do they wear those funny outfits? Yeah, sure do. Oh, yeah, oh they love right. those. You, I'm in. <laughs> <The> um, <ends. laughs> yeah. Yeah. And With there's a giant wind, monster.
3: There's a big old monster. It's not the wor- it's not the best CGI, but like there's not many scenes where you're like, oh Jesus, why even fucking bother? It's it's fine for the most part.
0: And I mean, a- you're comparing like uh, different countries' movie production capabilities yeah. versus like the Hollywood machine. They're not gonna be able to do the same Look, sort of thing. It's not my
3: fan Japan doesn't know how to fucking do it and keeps putting it in anime. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no control over this? <laughs> but yeah like there's a plague going around and there's this legend of this big violent monster i was like yeah okay go fuck yourself not real (laughs) king's taking over people are dying and then just people start getting ripped the fuck apart by this big monster it's it is a solid like b minus b monster movie i had a wonderful time with it for something i never heard of it just popped up on shutter we hit play trailer it was like yeah, you see that fucking thing? Yeah, hit play. <laughs> <laughs> As they,
0: one does. There are some real gems in Korean cinema, I'm telling you. There truly are. But unfortunately, I can't read. So, it is what <laughs> it uh, is. Alright, I'll look into a Monstrum at some point. Oh, man. You know, uh, I don't know about you guys,
3: but I've just been jonesing for some more white guy karate. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> so sometimes, you just take a stroll down the lane to best of the best three. Here's the thing. About fucking time. (laughs) So the only returning person is the one Asian guy who can actually do martial arts. He is also directing. And the plot of this movie is he goes back to town to meet his friend, Sheriff Shooter McGavin, and they have to take down the giant militarized white supremacist Nazi army.
0: (laughs) It is so... Fucking good. So, Parker, for the audience, could you recount the plot of Best of the Best 1? There's a cry tournament. America (laughs) versus Korea. Spoilers. I think
3: America wins. I don't really remember.
0: And it somehow progressed to what you just described.
3: R. Lee Ermey is running a militarized Nazi camp. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling I've seen this. (laughs) The entire budget of this movie is in the third act because they just blow up so many fucking trucks. (laughs) Like, it all ends in, like, one, like, knife fight scene, but everything leading up to it is just Shooter McGavin and this one martial artist just infiltrating this compound and people shooting rocket launchers at them. (laughs) It is, holy shit. Like, there's a scene where they're talking, like, ah, I can't, can't believe what this town's cut to, and we just cut to that base, and one of the Nazis is just holding a fucking minigun. And I am dying laughing. <laughs> like something Arnold Schwarzenegger have to pull off a helicopter. It's just a random ass skinhead. It's the entire budget is just buildings exploding for the third act. <laughs> like right. they fu- like, there's no. a guy picks up a rocket launcher. Like, okay, this is a directed VHS fucking action movie. Sure, they're not. Gonna- oh my
1: god. <laughs> All right, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, tomorrow. It's <laughs>
3: real good. Also, the love interest for some reason, Gina Gershon. You figure it out? I don't fucking know. (laughs) The final movie is a movie that I would be willing to bet in all my years streaming and watching shit, I've probably passed over at least a hundred times. It's a movie called Blood Creek. Now, stay with me here. The cover is what looks like it's like the back of the head, and it looks like a zombie with like a swastika scarred into it. I've looked at this and went, no, probably like easily a hundred times. For some reason, I felt this, this ping in the back of my head. Call it intuition and be like, hey, man, you should click on that today. The summary on there is two sentences long. First, a man and his brother on a mission of revenge become trapped in a harrowing occult experiment dating back to the Third Reich. The second sentence is directed by Joel Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I hit Parker. Parker,
3: what year? What year? Like 2007, I think. Holy fuck! Like a movie that I've just spent the better part of a decade being like, "This is some bullshit sci-fi channel zombie." I could not care less. Y'all, what if I told you the main character is Henry Cavill before he got Man of Steel?
1: Oh shit! What if I told you his
3: his brother, who is also on the Mission: Revenge, is the other guy from Prison Break? And then what if I also told you... The guard? That the the villain of this... That's pretty good. The villain of this movie, the Nazi who has found this homestead and used the ancient runes to unlock ancient magic to further the will of the Third Reich, is Michael Fassbender. Y'all, it is incredibly capital G good. <laughs> it... it Cause it starts with like a flashback, the whole it's like a cold open, like the nineteen forties. It's all in black and white, and it's just Michael Fassbender walking in his house and be like, ah, oh, I heard a lot about. Heard you found some stuff while digging, and then he just goes, he's taken out to the shed, and there's just a big shed, and the whole wall is just ancient Nordic runes, but in the middle is a giant swastika. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole movie is undead Michael Fassbender using Nordic magic to stay alive to try and. Spread the Third Reich It is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my fucking life
0: So he's trying to uh, Become immortal so he can live forever Right Parker?
3: Yes! Correct. <laughs> it is astounding How bad Henry Cavill, Cavill Whatever it is, is in this movie Like, I cannot believe he, Like, that's probably not his fault But I cannot believe he got work again after this It is horrendous <laughs> And did someone say (laughs) sequel-tease? Because this movie has the nerve to end with him being told, you know, uh, Heinrich Himmler sent uh, eight other officers out there to investigate farms that also had these strange runes, and it ends with him just, poor little Clark Kent sitting at a table, haunched over with a map, marking all these little dots on the map and connecting the lines to form a swastika. (laughs) Because as
0: I said, the runes are the key to immortality. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see Blood Creek Eight. I
1: I just got to watch a little
3: Joel Schumacher's movies apparently. Because what the fuck? I would have never in a between number twenty three last week and this. I think I'm just gonna keep going down the list. Like, what a fucking champion! It is so schlocky and shitty, and then. It'll take itself super seriously, and then it'll just get extremely gory, and then it'll get really super self-serious again. It's... I mean, I see why he doesn't make movies anymore, but my god, I was dying. And that's it for me, folks. (laughs) Who just wants to talk about the baby?
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Okay, so let me pull up the old notes section here. (laughs) So, uh, first of all, uh... Brain Dead was directed by a New Zealand slash Australian director. His name was Peter Jackson. Typical liberal Hollywood get a foreigner to direct it. Uh, so first of all, I'm really happy that this movie starts on Skull Island. The yeah, same. right. That right off the bat, you have me hooked.
3: Yeah, it's regardless of what's coming. I'm leaning forward, like, okay, what are we doing here?
0: I mean, you think about the great openings in history. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Uh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best of
1: times. It was the worst of times. And Skull
0: Island (parentheses) Subatra. Yes, I will. I will watch this. I will put my phone down.
3: They're looking for a monkey. Wait a second. Oh, okay. I'm still in, but okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he, th- he we got to some guy uh carrying uh a little caged, I guess there is a monkey inside there's clearly nothing inside but they are doing monkey noises for the inside of it. Uh, he's carrying this thing on like poles and stuff, he's trying to get away from uh, savages and uh you know, some things <laughs> don't age worry better than it. others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk too much about that, but I think the only reason I make a note about this is at one point they they drop the thing because the guy's kind of scared. It's like the Indiana Jones sort of thing, and he chops off the poles and just picks it up himself. He didn't even need that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's a real dick move, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, he was just like, no, I just
3: want you to work. It's
1: bad enough that you're using them as labor to just, you know, embarrass them in front of God and everyone like that. Yeah,
0: I I just want you to earn those big, big dollars. Uh, Luckily, Australia doesn't have a lot of issues with native cultures. No, of course not. They're very good. So, uh, very good people on both sides. So, right off the (laughs) bat, you can know something really positive about the movie, and that's the close-ups this movie does a great job with its camera angles and there's something about the way the close-ups are filmed where you're just like okay this is exactly what
1: the movie is trying to convey with like its personality and stuff and it really works i'm glad you noticed that too and when we get to the scene of the camera inside the toilet while the guy's pissing we will talk more (laughs) about this yes we (laughs) thank you for putting (laughs) that up (laughs) because
3: I've seen a lot of movies that are, you know, gory, for gore to say, can try and be shocking, but, like, none of them have actual camera techniques and actual choices made. It's just, alright, uh, static shot, and then zoom in close when it's the bloody scene, because we can't afford the full-body prosthetic. Yeah. Not
0: this movie. This movie really goes oh, for no. the gusto. Uh, anyway, we, we go to some little town in New Zealand, which... Uh, turns out this movie actually takes place in 57 and you can sort of tell with the way that everyone dresses and talks and acts and like the wallpaper and stuff like that uh and the greasers and the greasers we can't forget about the greasers we will get to the greasers just give me a <laughs> yeah, second we will. that's a
3: real greasers. tag yourself situation if i've ever seen yeah. it. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you thought the same yeah. thing. I'm just like, like, okay, I know who this one is and yeah. who this one is. Yeah. Oh uh, look, there goes me throwing my vodka bottle against that tombstone and running for my goddamn life. This guy's
0: mantle. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's me. Okay, so we got a kind of a I don't know, it's kind of a cute little romance here. We got uh what what's her name? She's got a really Look, I didn't write down names yeah. because they
3: stopped mattering
0: very quickly. Yeah, I don't know oh, the, yeah. the name of the romantic lead. Uh, turns out she's really only interested in this, uh, this main character, Schlub, because the tarot cards told her so. Uh, which is kind of one of those uh, uh, drag-me-to-hell situations. It's but not well, Chris, fair. yeah, <laughs> but you're but, an expert in believing in the heart of the cards. This but, makes sense. To me. Yeah, this, you know what? It, it, to me, it kind of like oh. spoke to like a little bit more with the characters. Like that character has probably been raised on romance novels and Disney movies, so she probably thinks that this is like the best thing in the world that happened to her. This guy, uh, <laughs> this Lionel. Guy?
1: <laughs> we have to talk about. Oh, he Lionel. has a name. Yeah, Lionel. I just one have him in th- my notes as Cuck Guy. No,
0: <laughs> uh, he cucks himself at a couple of points. Uh... Which is inter- amongst us. It's an interesting decision, which we'll get to later, but I want to talk about Lionel. I don't remember the name of the actor who plays him, but he is uh, very much the heart of this movie. He's one of my favorite guys I've ever watched in a movie, and part of it is all the close-ups on him. He is extraordinarily talented at making a goofy face.
1: <laughs> it is legitimately Bruce Campbell-esque.
0: He is like, absolutely. He's the New Zealand Bruce Campbell. <laughs> like it almost felt hacked to write it down, but that's all I could think of. This came out the same year as Army of Darkness, uh, connection. Uh, so... Connection. Uh, so, when you get to, like, the camera angles, another really good one is the foreshadowing of the lawnmower scene. He's mowing the lawn, <laughs> oh and God. it goes right over the camera. You're just like, oh, he's gonna use that later on, man. Just get t- I felt something twinge inside Simon's like, oh, oh well, we <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, and it turns out he's got, like, an overbearing mother. The, some of these are, like, sort of tropes-ish, but... They, they work. I mean, I'm not disinterested in the movie. I mean, if anything, I'm invested. I, I like the characters. I want to see what's going to happen next. So uh, the girl comes by. <laughs> there's like a little, there's a cute scene where she sort of tricks him into asking her to go on a date to the zoo. Uh, and you can tell that this is a different culture and a different time because the man wears a three piece suit and a sweater vest with a suit, you know, with a tie to the zoo. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, oh, we're not supposed to do
0: shit. This <laughs> explains so much right now. As a chat, I know the appropriate attire for the fucking zoo. Well, I guess
1: I'll have to get out my uh, my greaser leather jacket for my next day, fam. Because I know you have. I know we all do. <laughs> We're going to have snakes rule. <laughs> Parker,
0: uh, you and me next time we do the meetup, we have to have pompadours. Alex, uh, there's oh, a wake shop somewhere. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, so they go to the zoo and they're looking at the monkeys. Oh, monkeys are cute. I'm gonna feed it this dead apple I found. Speaking of dead things, they find uh, that stop motion rat monkey. That is an oh effect. my god! That's an effect that works so well for this movie, for this time frame, and for this like attitude of the movie. I couldn't believe how happy I was to see that it looked like that. Just right? a pure <laughs> feeling of joy of
3: like, oh fuck yeah! Okay, I'm in good hands right now.
0: Yeah, because, like, you have to have the certain motion where it's, like, it's supposed to look hideous, but it's also supposed to look kind of goofy, you know? And I don't know how you do that with CGI these days. Uh, you don't. You don't, as it turns <laughs> <Exactly>. out. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that's the thing. It's, like, I, I don't know that uh, people would go for that sort of thing. It breaks my heart because stop motion and practical effects and stuff like that, it kind of
1: feels like a lost art. And uh, it breaks my heart a little bit. And- Counterpoint Baby Yoda. No one would have cared if that dude was CGI. <laughs> Correct. Period normies want this they just don't know they want it like just keep doing it and they'll understand eventually it's fine yeah to all fledgling filmmakers who are listening to this podcast for whatever godforsaken reason like do not give up on practical effects
0: oh yeah no one here on this podcast is against practical effects uh, God knows that. So, God, of course.
1: So, back to the
0: rat monkey. Uh, I, I, yeah, what's up? I have a <laughs> I have a feeling that this happy young couple wasn't expecting to hear about rats from slave ships raping monkeys in Sumatra and their progeny drinking virgin blood, but nor was my girlfriend. What, what, uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, that is a really good story about your first date, right? I thought it was beautiful. All right, I'll just lean up against the fence. Oh, geez. And when he held my arm when I said I thought I was going to be sick, that's when I knew he was the one. <laughs> just felt so good and safe in his arms. If you're going to spew, spew. <laughs> and then his mom's arm got bit. It was pretty crazy.
3: I So, you know how I said there's a lot of this movie I didn't remember? I was like, oh yeah, I remember that thing. Two minutes later, <laughs> that thing gets stomped into the next fucking. <laughs> there's like, there's we're eating, we're eating big ass Chipotle burritos. I'm like, you should turn away for a minute. She's like, is it done? I'm like, nope. <laughs> is it done? <laughs> nope. She oh, yeah. stomps
0: the dog shit out of that rat monkey. <laughs> oh jeez, and uh. Anyway, they they take her home and she's like, "I'll be all right." And it's like, I am so happy that my mom wasn't British, because <laughs> dude, I there's got to be something I would about me right? live
2: right
0: now. <laughs> That's just the most hideous accent. That,
3: like, I wouldn't say them beginning of the movie slow, but like, there's definitely a climb until things get going. Oh yeah. I feel bad until then. She's going to be us doing incredibly obnoxious
0: accents. Yeah, but it's not something that you can't work through. It's like it's sort of building this relationship that they have. She's sort of overbearing, but he's he. I think he kind of likes being under her thumb. He really does love his mother. And uh, there, there's something about that. Anyway, so she's lying in bed with her arm. I don't know, taped up, I guess a nurse came by and uh, his love interest comes by and uh, knocks at his window, like that guy from Clarissa explains it all and uh, (laughs) so she comes... That guy's cancelled, right? Like, you can't do that. <laughs> I, I I guess uh we should ask abu he would know so uh, anyway, oh, so she <laughs> she gets up there and uh she's like uh, maybe we go out again and he's just like oh no I don't think I could it just would not walk out with me mum and uh she's understandably disappointed and initially, it's like, this is kind of a, a nice reversal of the trope where now it's like the skinny, frail, fragile, you know, nerd who doesn't want to get laid. And this time, it's like, he's not working to get the girl. The girl's working to get him. And then I realized that's what they call a harem anime. So um, Wouldn't know, buddy. So anime has Peter Jackson to thank for most of its tropes. Oh, I'm
1: going to throw up. If we talk about anime anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all this <laughs> A new season of fruits basket on IP Torrents. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. Somebody got real mad at me earlier. <laughs> they were like, yeah, it sucks. You know, all the anime shut down because, uh, you know, COVID, like they can't finish all these seasons and stuff. And I just responded with, fucking good. <laughs> oh, man. I bet not they took happy it well. with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so they make love fully clothed. Um,. I guess I mean, she leaves at same. some point, and uh, he wakes up and he's uh, gotta get his mom ready. And she is seen better days, guys, better days. And she's like, "Hey, you get more dress, put me in the dress." Huh. And she, she is literally falling apart. And he's just kind of looking at her like, "Huh, maybe this wouldn't be a good day for this sort of thing." And who shows up at the door? Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> God, you just placed it. Yeah. That has been bugging me for the last three hours. Yeah, so they sit down, and I gotta tell you, this leads to, I I definitely would say, the most disgusting stomach turning part of the movie. They eat beans for breakfast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're not even watching Cars 2.
0: (laughs) Why is he a Cars 2 with me, mates? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> would you like some beans I'm just like oh I thought there was if he had just said would you like some more pretend movie gelatin or something that's like oh bean shaped God. it would have been better but instead no beans <laughs> for breakfast
3: I have a strong stomach but this whole goddamn scene yeah that was it tried me this was a bit it much for really me it really tried me and,
0: and and then the then the uh, so again the woman's literally Falling apart at the table, and you know clearly in the in the transition to becoming a zombie. And Liz Warren looks at her. It's like, yeah, I think we've seen enough here. And her husband, I'm also one (laughs) sixteenth (laughs) zombie. Then her uh, then her husband. I think that's her husband. This sphere of a man uh, says, "What no pudding?"
1: And It's so funny that they talk like this. <laughs> this is just what they sound like every day. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: Which is weird. It's like the guy didn't eat his meat. And how could you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Anyway. Oh, so all he brings that. He brings you it. being at your dad's house <laughs> casts a powerful aura around you. My dad just came down in his underwear. He's giving me a silent thumbs up. So we're in the clear. No, uh, I don't really understand that uh, radio show you do, but that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to bed.
1: You guys are on uh, AM 970, 960. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so he's like, oh, I didn't have time for
0: custard. or was it, oh, he No, he brings out custard because he didn't have time for pudding. Is there a difference? I didn't know the fuck. It's whatever. So he brings out custard and they eat the custard and the guy, that's, again, the sphere of a man with a mustard, like, I have a good creamy custard. It just puts it oh. to his mouth. It like, custard is pretty good, I guess, but it's about as disgusting as a bean-eating sequence. Um, (laughs) Like, before
3: anything even, like, super gross happens, just the way he's filmed eating that custard. I was mid-burrito, and was (laughs) night was ruined. The fucking low-angle shots of him just slurp. Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> you want people in America
0: to lose weight, to stop overeating, just show them that sequence. This is... Oh, it's your... delicious! Yeah, I... <laughs> just spoon after spoon. Just dribbling um, down his lip. <laughs> just... I truly hate it. Yeah, it was... Uh... Not the most pleasant of scenes in the movie uh, Anyway The the mother's ear falls off And she eats the ear and I'm just like yeah God. fine whatever <laughs> <clears throat>
3: It's nice to like really front load This movie it's so nice like Hey you out there you sure about this
0: Like you got a chance to Pop this VHS out like you sure Yeah it's like we yeah. haven't even stepped on the much. gas yet. we're still just charging the engine here She ain't even a real zombie yet. Like are you sure cause yeah. It's gonna get fucking weird Yeah, this is where things start to get a little bit hazy. I didn't really write down most of the plot. I'm just going to go mostly from memory here. So uh, the woman's uh, progress gets significantly worse, and uh, they call over the nurse to help her out. Anyway... Uh, the mother, I guess, she, I think she faints and do- Oh, wait, no, she eats the dog first So we have to talk about the dog sequence Oh my
1: uh, god
0: So, Parker, <laughs> your girlfriend, is you, she awake? if she like to talk about the... We had a
3: rough first half hour of this movie There was a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. of... <laughs> she
0: heated the rest of her burrito later <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards Uh, I, yeah Uh, I didn't know that sequence was coming That was interesting So he's just pulling this long, like, hairball out of her, uh esophagus and it just keeps coming out like a raccoon tail and the woman says i'm not going to do the accent your your mother ate my dog to which the guy has one of the all-time responses well not all of it and you look around the room that room is painted with the innards of some canine
3: (laughs) that was a real you said you've seen this before (laughs) moment that i I was not ready to navigate those waters no no you don't understand it's a fake it's not a real dog And don't worry, she didn't read the doc for... Okay, yeah, okay,
0: be mad, okay. I'm still watching it. (laughs) Do you hear me? You hear me smiling? Okay, press play. I was having a good time. So she goes out seriously. It's like, yeah, we should maybe call the nurse about this. And uh, nurse comes over. I think the mother faints or something like that. And the nurse pronounces her dead. So the movie's over. And, uh, I, you know, Bigfoot came in at the end. And, oh, wait, mom's still alive. Mom gets up and rips the nurse's head off. Uh, but not all the way.
1: As mom, is it's it's a real
0: it. Parker. How do I put this so you would understand? It's like nearly headless Nick in Harry Potter. Oh, thanks, uh, man. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's <laughs> actually a pretty good comparison. Yeah. Uh, so it's just yeah. Sort of this fingers... is the set
1: the second Harry Potter ghost we've seen in this movie after Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what I'm talking about. Uh, I do. Bring... Alex wins a ten dollar Amazon gift card this week, buddy. <laughs> <with the fans. laughs> <laughs> oh, People don't forget. Buy a dream catcher. <laughs> Those fingers going through the nurse's cheeks and then just yanking her head off. Is,
0: that was is a real IRL soy face moment for this guy. That was the thing about that. I really like that because it's a blink and you miss it scene with the fingers going into her cheeks because it's so like... It's, it's so brief that you see that you're like, hey, if you look really closely, the fingers are actually going into her cheeks. And that shows the creativity that you're going to have. It's like, no, we are going to go all out here. We're not just going to have hands on the side of the head, cut away to a horrified face, cut back to her head hanging by a thread to her neck. You know, And they, they're really going to put in the time and the effort. And I've, I've said this a million times on the podcast, when I can see the effort, I'm going to be a lot kinder to your movie.
3: Um, and that, that's the kind of kill that would be uh, the money shot in a ton of, like, 80s horror movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, and at the end of this one, you don't even remember it, because so much <laughs> yeah. shit <is> has Yeah, <laughs> like If I had written it down, it would have been like, oh, yeah, the nurse died. I, a lot of people died. I don't fucking know. So
0: there's a really good uh, reason that they have the head still hanging on uh, by just a couple strands of neck skin there. Uh, the nurse comes back from the dead as a zombie as well. They both try to kill Lionel, and uh, I think he locks his mother in the cupboard under the stairs with Harry Potter. That's three now. Let's uh, try to keep a wrap oh, on this. Hell yeah, bitch! Uh, and then he has to avoid the nurse zombie, whose head is literally just hanging down from the back, and he's trying to move there. And the camera goes upside down to show her perspective. I fucking love that. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. It's
3: there's so much creativity in this movie in every aspect, and it truly warms my heart.
0: Now, when you have your mother zombified and the nurse zombified, and things are just not progressing the way that you had hoped, there are multiple ways that you can deal with this. Lionel tries to pretend like everything is cool so he can continue his dalliances with... Was it Lupita? Something? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, with uh, the Hispanic girl. Uh, So he goes down to her drugstore and I guess buys, what, licorice or something like that? I don't know. Um, Anyway, the mom chases after him and gets hit by a trolley and goes flying (laughs) through the glass like she got jacked up by Jeff Heath. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just pow right through. It was like, oh well nurse said she Keep was the swivel kid. Yeah, and uh Lionel says, Oh, she must have got discharged early. Uh, movie ends, and if Bigfoot was in it, oh, we have to do the funeral now. Uh, which I have to admit, oh so the funeral <laughs> sequence I, w- I do want to talk about the funeral sequence, but it was to me it was kind of a jarring cut because it was like, you've thought that she was dead for a while now. It's like, you're just going to bury her this time. You, she seems fine, she's still in one piece. Anyone else gets hit by a trolley, and they have to break out the mop for her, like, broom and dustpan. So this is a
3: little too public. We got to we got to make a show out of
0: this. So uh they they, you know, take her to uh the church. No, uh, they're going to bury her and we see the priest and uh I like this priest a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't say. We'll, we'll get
0: to that line later on. We don't want to, you know, spoil it. But uh he, he he seems like he's in a hurry. Like he's got a he's got some more fates to seal. He's got some more souls to consecrate, some more kids uh to Just, anything. Uh there's, you know, he's got a busy day ahead of him. So we've got kick off motherfucker, let's go. That too. Yeah. He's
1: the most J. Peterman ass character I have ever <laughs> seen. Like,
3: <laughs> anyway, I love this scene with all my heart because I've never identified more than when him and his fucking zombie mom barrel through that glass, and that fat dude just
0: <laughs> look at him, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking crying laughing. Yeah, we gotta talk about Uncle whatever, and just the Uncle he's character.
3: So cool. The
0: Uncle character speeds in on a in a fast car, gets out, starts smoking a spleef, and uh, he's got. The dumbest pompadour hair I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so,
1: it's so, so cool. goddamn cool. It's, scariest... like, so clearly the American stand-in character in this yeah, movie. Yeah, the thinnest sideburns I've ever seen in my life. Just, like, <laughs> you can tell, like, they... they... Tried to coach him to do a Texan accent and he couldn't do it. So like, all right, fuck it. Just go yeah, with it. Do what you can, like.
0: Uncle Dursley. So, uh. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's four. Shit. Okay, so. Is, we have to stop. We do. Let's uh, put, try to put a We're one away cap from out. a bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah, so, uh, he's in there and the first thing he does is he starts hitting on the girlfriend of his nephew, which, uh. Is, Parker, <laughs> uh, help me out. This is that cake, shit. <laughs> that's what we call a
3: real alpha
0: move <laughs> uh so so tucker max said, i, I have to not funny so here's the <laughs> here's a part that i didn't understand i think i lost track of the movie here um she's in the back with the uh the embalming process and everything and which does not appear to be going great and lionel is sneaking around with a syringe uh what is what is in that syringe
1: Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. This is. Did you skip the scene where we meet the Nazi doctor? I, was about to say, I, I think I, I did. I ask. think
3: I missed a key scene here. Do we all watch the
0: same version? Because oh, there's like
3: forty different.
1: Okay, versions Okay, so this fucking I movie. watched. I watched the one on YouTube. I told oh, you. No, about,
0: careful so. on that one. So I actually. This is a good time to mention this, I suppose. I did try to watch the one on YouTube, and there are two versions on YouTube. You gotta make sure you click the right one. If you click the wrong one, it has a double tracked audio. And one of the audio tracks is significantly delayed, so you'll hear a persistent, like, fourteen-second delayed audio track in there, and well, it, I didn't have it that makes one. it unwatchable. So I'm like, okay, I'll torrent it. The torrent version is the exact same. So some jackass did the same thing. The good news is the the right version is also on there. You just gotta look a little bit harder. Uh, I think the right version actually has more viewers, so just look that way. It was the hour
3: forty-four version, Fiore. Right. Yeah, that
0: is the uh, okay. that's the longest yeah, cut you're yeah, gonna yeah. find, which is I think the preferred cut. More of this, the better, you know so the right. nazi doctor i think i i don't think i wrote anything down about him but uh we should maybe talk about his uh his eyeglasses <laughs>
1: I, I, like honestly i and i remember thinking this the first time i watched this i'm like man i think this caricature is actually offensive to nazis <laughs> <laughs> i think that might be it's, fair it's <laughs> something man it's it's a choice <laughs> Just the most Uncle Fester-ass, bumbling fucking Nazi swastika underneath the hole in his uniform. Like, oh, yes, I have all of the drugs. And Parker, like, Parker's just shaking his head. He's no, like, no, not bigger. all of people were like that. Except, you know,
0: Argentina a Jedi. Representation matters, but the right kind of representation. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it, too. I just didn't want to. <laughs> just
3: imagine, like, 19-year-old Peter Jackson chilling. no, bigger. No, really, really go for yeah. it. Yeah.
1: God quicker. damn it, dude! Do I need to fire you and get a real Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: New Zealand. We can find him. Okay, so uh, what is in that syringe? I think I missed it. Been looking it's at my phone. Some
1: sort of tranquilizer from the Nazis. So
0: I think like. it would like what revive his mom or something or save her or something.
1: No, I. I it's a. It's a sedative. Maybe Quill. the... He's trying to. He's trying to keep, trying to keep them sedated. So they don't, you know, try to eat
0: him. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So he tries to do that, and she wakes up and catapults him through the uh, stained glass, and like Parker says, a little <laughs> button on the end of the scene, a little fat ass, and they will get him like, <laughs> Foghorn
3: Leghorn but with the Kiwi <laughs> accent—such <laughs> a powerful combination. He's dressed like Colonel Sanders of the pompadour. That's, that's not bullshit. That's a good shot. point. It's, yeah,
1: it's, dude, it's the most Texan fucking character that didn't sound like that that I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Parker's just <laughs> like, like this again, guy. We don't just all sound like... <laughs> there's no way that like if if you know we got 20 minutes of his backstory, there's no way we wouldn't find out he owned a chain of used car dealerships in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Like, Fuck,
0: yeah, honest uncle. Uh, so. <laughs> after this scene he takes his uh no after this is the the best scene in the movie or arguably one of the best ones it's a scene with the greasers uh his mom gets (laughs) his mom gets buried and uh he's like trying to dig her up so he can uh either do an HP lovecraft thing on her or sedate her so she won't break out of there and kill everyone some greasers come by literally piss on her grave and, uh.
1: <laughs> These greasers, like, this is their entrance to the movie. It's just like, we're hanging out in a graveyard with our cheap, shitty liquor bottles. We see this dude trying to dig up his mom. <laughs> Let's piss on her grave and just fuck with him. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, it's
0: sick out, isn't it? I'm going to show you. I'll piss on your mom's grave. And, uh, she grabs his dick, and there is a significant amount of blood in this scene.
1: <clears throat> God, Good this God. Scene <laughs> works
3: so well because, like, at this point, you're like, okay, I know what kind of movie this is. And he keeps pissing. You're like, oh man, it's going to happen. It? Like, it's absolutely going to fucking happen. And he keeps pissing. You're like, oh my God, movie. You're going to fucking do it, aren't you? And then he starts pissing just hot Mountain Dew all over that, that fucking tombstone. And then he gets like a straddle like he's about to get on a horse. And then just gets yanked dick first. <laughs> And then all of the,
0: all the uh, greasers get turned into zombies, and you can see more ribs in this scene than you do in the beginning of Wishmaster. Awesome. This, that's man, a really strong comparison. Vibes. Uh,
1: this fucking scene is so good. And, like, the fact that, like... This is probably the first scene in this movie that really plays with your expectations, yeah, like Parker yeah. just described. And you are in for a lot of that the rest of the way. Where it's like, you desperately want this fucking zombie hand to come out of the ground and rip this dude's dick off. And you know the movie's gonna give it to you. And but the movie just makes moments. you wait. Yeah,
0: it, like
3: as, as people who I'm sure have watched a lot of shitty low-budget horror movies, there's moments where you're watching and you're like, Dude, wouldn't it be funny if...
0: But then it happens, <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. again, Alex does. He makes a really good point about playing with your expectations. We'll get to that uh, later on, uh, but oh but here's yes we will. But here's a <laughs> uh, a good one for you. The priest comes back out and he delivers probably the best oh line of the movie and one of the best lines in movie Correct. history. Ah yes, I kick ass for the Lord, and he uses <laughs> Lee Chow land kicks to kill all these <laughs> so greaser <good>. zombies.
1: <laughs> Fucking neo footwork ass scene in the graveyard. Okay, you can just
3: see a hundred people that look and smell like me standing up and cheering
0: at that line. <laughs> you can immediately see him do it. Okay, duck. XX, down. X X X infinite combo. You can't block it. Can't, don't sidestep. X X, X Drop X, my step. input. Great. Cool. Broken I ca- I cannot. Shit, sp-
1: for people that haven't seen this movie, I cannot stress enough how long this priest karate scene is. It's this so is long. one
0: of the best martial arts scenes i think i've ever seen in its context it is incredible <laughs> it is so fucking good and this is one of like, those like things where it's like if we made a movie you'd know the scene would be in there
3: <laughs> there's a moment where you're almost like okay haha but like let's get to the and then he starts ripping arms off and i'm like okay yeah, actually, like, okay you can, you can keep tripling down
0: this is the best movie And he does it like it's completely normal. I don't even know if he knows that there are zombies at this point. (laughs) I love
3: how quickly, once they turn zombie, you just go and just limbs just rip off immediately
0: you shut a fucking door too fast and they're getting cut in half. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so he so he gets his ass kicked by one of the zombies and uh, lands on a gravestone that i think has a hand on it and the hand goes through his torso and comes out his oh. face and he just looks at it. there's a whole lot of people looking at their own innards in this movie i think that's maybe the theme of the movie is it tells you to look inward
1: Why does your grandfather (laughs) clock ring on the thirty minutes and not the? No, it does. You know what? It actually does
0: every fifteen.
1: Oh, does? Yeah, it's. I I saw it. I heard it at two thirty and three thirty. I've I've been trying to talk
0: over it. This thing is. (laughs) You you missed the early years. (laughs) 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 Oh, that that fucking thing used to. You to do it every seven minutes. All right, anyway, so the karate scene. The dad is a zombie. The mom is a zombie. The nurse is a zombie. And he takes one of the creasers home as a pet zombie. And they're in his house, and he's trying to keep this sort of thing under wraps. He's having a rough time of it. And he's trying to feed them custard. And uh, oh. not doing a oh, great God. job of it. The custard's coming out their neck. And it's still less gross than that one fat guy eating it. <laughs> this... <laughs> it's honest to God. Like,
3: nothing will ever top that in this movie. Yeah. This scene is the first of, like, truly capturing what Looney Tunes is, but with live actors. <laughs> this is fucking absurd. This whole cat-mouse game of, oh, you're making a lot of noise in there. What's going on? Oh, this time I won't drop the soup, Sacre blue, And they chase each other through the hallways. Like, it is <laughs>
1: fucking ridiculous. It has, it has real naked Chase and Borat scene it's, energy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the only thing I could think about while this is happening. It's just like, man... I think about that scene a lot, naked, too. These naked men from Kazakhstan. Like, <laughs> apples to apples yeah. here.
0: So, uh... He's having a rough co- and his, his uncle shows up, and uh, his oh, uncle's God like, "Oh, you, you'd like to give me the house and the money, wouldn't you? I just want my fair share." It's just like, boy, they really went the extra effort to just make the most sleaziest character you could ever possibly find. was <laughs> like, and this this is,
1: this is the scene with the the toilet cam, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about the toilet cam. <laughs> I want to talk about the toilet cam. So, so he bad. walks in there, he's
0: like, "Hey, where's John? You know, I've got a urinary infection," and the guy's like, "Uh." over there and just I mean we talk about the trunk shop from Pulp Fiction but we have a different version of that
1: Oh, do we?
0: (laughs) Imagine imagine zipping up your zipper and just being like, we should have had shotguns for this shit.
1: (laughs) If every director watched this movie and learned one thing, I would want it to be to use the camera inside the toilet while a man is pissing shot. (laughs) Like, you don't don't see any dick or balls, but you don't need it. Yeah. You hear everything you're ever going to (laughs) need. It's... It's so fucking good. It tells you a lot about that character. <laughs> I was just clapping like a seal when they cut to that perspective. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And it's just a minute of him yelling at his dumbass nephew while taking a piss as you're looking dick up at him. It's so
0: fucking Th- Then good. he hears uh, moaning from inside the uh, the doors, and he's just like, oh, what's that in there? It sounds like two people doing it. And uh, he's just like, oh, no, it's the pipes. He's like, you found the paws I, old stag movies, ain't ya?
1: I think in New Zealand they call it snogging, dude. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's a good that sounds good. That, that counts as a half Harry Potter reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So he's just oh, like it's the golden snog just as we like call in affectionate. And the guy just wants his uncle out of his house. He's like, Oh yeah, there's a porto thing. I'm gonna jack off to it. Please leave. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, shut taking down on you, And <laughs> he leaves. And he walks in there, and in fact the priest does seem to be putting the spurs to the nurse. Uh and he turns out she was snogging him a little too hard, she rips off a good bit of his uh his lips there. Uh, And it turns out he did in fact impregnate her And there is a zombie baby We have to talk about the zombie (laughs) baby (laughs) The most vile and wretched thing I've ever seen on film (laughs) (laughs) This thing is so fucking hideous And the only thing you want in the entire world is Is for it to get killed as soon as possible
1: so like as I was watching this, like the first pop, the first thought that popped into my head to say to other people was, "Ugly Bob, <laughs> you're so fucking ugly." Seeing
3: this baby run oh. triggers a fight or flight reflex that I didn't know I uh, had. Like... Parker,
0: what's crazy? What's uh, scarier, oh. this baby running or the baby from Son of the Mask running?
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a real turning the gun on myself situation. (laughs) That ungodly mutant face is just cut with some
0: New Zealander in a fucking onesie running. Oh, that that fucking gets me because there are (laughs) multiple scenes where you can tell that it's either like a little person in the babysitter. They use like Forest Perspective in a couple scenes. But there's one where they just use an actual baby. They have this giant, like, helmet of the baby that they put over it. <laughs> Dude,
3: do you think they used a hobbit for that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Sam. Shut
3: the fuck up. <laughs> it is I hate seeing it. So much. <laughs> it is
1: so unfortunate. You can only imagine
3: like, the smell.
1: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Yeah. And we should we should really set up the scene where the baby's introduced, which is our main character. Taking the zombie baby for a stroll through the park. I I was
0: going to bring this up because this is kind of a weird comparison and just, I don't know why I'm saying this, but this is all I could think about. I could only think about the scene in the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson where she's getting... Haunted. uh there's I some there's hunt. something <laughs> she thinks is chasing her because it takes pl- it takes place in broad daylight and you never really get a good look at the baby in the pram he's just because the actor was just told okay pretend like there's a zombie baby in the pram you're going nuts. so he's just
1: <laughs> this is like like I wrote down one line for this scene and I think that it's the best possible way to describe it it's Monty Python if it were good
3: Correct.
2: Like, I
1: just like
3: for a while. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of funny." When he just starts slamming that baby (laughs) doll into the fucking swing,
1: (laughs) that was something. It's very. It's it's very. austin powers mini me fight and gold member in, like, in the hotel room like just just bashing the fucking baby against poles and shit like it's, it's not just the, the baby's looks that are irritating it's the
0: baby's voice we hear this thing shriek so many
1: times i would rather hang out with joel than this thing <laughs> Jesus, oh. holy shit I don't know if I should cut that. <laughs> Believe, it.
0: Believe it. Oh, I mean, he's just saying that you're more fun than the zombie baby. I don't know what the problem is. Dude,
3: why did you fly all the way to New Zealand to fight the zombie baby? Well, I was already going, and the Cursed
0: Child was on. So <laughs> if you could make me, i This baby really, Oh my God, I'm going to call the baby the Cursed Child. Okay, so. <laughs> Bingo. Oh, fuck, that's right. We're at five and a half. <laughs> so, uh. The... Like, this entire sequence
3: is making me. Also, I was drinking, but the ugly laughing I did every time he picked it up by its ankles and swung it at the fence. <laughs> I... Chris, did you read the trivia? Because you usually I, do. I did, yes. <laughs> they had money left over. They are like, hey, we should go film something. So they just went to a park and filmed this whole fucking The scene. sequence is like 20 <laughs> minutes long, Peter me. Jackson later said it was his favorite part. He <laughs> yeah. kept leading in like, you need to remember he made off Lord of the Rings movies. And then he would just fucking throw a swing into the baby's
0: face. <laughs> 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 I can see why this is his favorite part of the movie. Because it's the lighting is a lot different from everything else in here. But it still lights Lionel's face just the way it ought to be lit. So he's still making these bizarre faces. And I... I just love so much about it. Uh, so then he goes back home and, uh-oh, it turns out Uncle Fester discovered that uh, he has some dead bodies in his house. And un- the uncle, much like every single character in this movie, handles it in a kind of a different way than most people would. He's like, oh, I think maybe I'll call the police and uh, report you for a double murder if you don't give me the house and all the money. And uh, Lionel is kind of at his uh, wits end here so it's like yeah I guess and I have to admit now this is a scene that I think is is the strongest comparison I've made so far for the movie. It reminds me a lot of the scene in Mother where like the SWAT team just bursts in because a whole bunch of people just come in for a rousing party literally four (laughs) minutes after he turns over the house. It's pretty impressive. Honestly. Yeah, a bunch of people just why waste time? I, just get the born. Who bodies has? In. Oh,
3: my <laughs> voice cracked.
0: Who has that many <laughs> friends in that close of an area? Not I. Yeah. Wouldn't oh. know. Yeah, in the same area, that's what I meant. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, so a bunch <laughs> of people are over there. He's got four corpses in the basement, one of which is his mother, one of which is his pastor, and uh, a zombie baby that's going around. All, also, his girlfriend wants to know why he's being so distant. And uh, he has to go in the back and serve hors d'oeuvres. And also, could you bear those corpses? And Can we get some real music here? What are we doing? So, uh... I wish this baby ended up the
3: same way as it did in Mother, I'll be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> so,
0: this yeah. this guy's having quite a day.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm still obsessed with the uncle character, because he <laughs> looks like he should sound like someone who says he had to shut down his fucking car dealership and that the Federales are after him. But then he just talks like a fucking Kiwi the whole movie. He looks like he should be, he should live in Arlen, Texas.
0: And he's like, hey, get your money, eh? He's he, so mature. He's the New Zealand Buck Strickland. So, uh... You know? And also, it's just like, How long he survives. Yeah, that's. I think there's a reason. I don't know how. I think the reason is Peter Jackson just really liked that character as much as we do. So uh, at one point we discover
1: he was wearing a wig. Uh, Which. I don't believe it. Uh, At least I know there's hope for my greaser costume now. (laughs) We'll find
0: that. We'll find the exact replica of that wig. Uh, How. uh, So what happens here to get the zombie things going? Uh, oh, yeah. His, okay, so uh, his uh, girlfriend breaks up with him. No, he breaks up with her, I think, because uh, he seems like he's not having the best of times. And maybe he's like doing the thing, oh, I'll save her. She shouldn't it be around someone like me. The worst of times. Yeah, <laughs> it was the worst of times. <laughs> so he. Uh, two for two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that counts for Hey Arnold, bingo. So uh, she instead goes out with uh, a rugby player who. I don't see why she's not into him. He's telling her all these really cool stories about his exploits on the field. That's, that's what I do. It works for me. Uh, anyway, she gets sick and tired of hearing how many, what is it? Tries he scored or whatever. And uh, he says, you could be dating the next Bob Scott. And I don't know who that is. So she just runs away. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just runs away. I think he made up a name. <laughs> Uh, and she's like oh it looks like they have a rocket part at that house I have to go find him and she should be asking a lot of questions about why is there a party here and she comes across him in the basement with the four zombies and the zombie baby and he kills one of the zombies with like a rake to the head and he puts in the vice and everything so it's kind of awkward and you always have that scene in the movies where it's like oh it's an awkward scene oh it's all a misunderstanding you know that sort of thing but it's not really misunderstanding here
3: it's an excuse to get a lot of people into a very confined space which you
1: fine. Know, so, that's fine. So it's, it's it one out. of the
0: zombie i think it's a greaser zombie breaks out and starts attacking people if i go too fast if i skip something please stop me and say hey don't forget about this uh greaser starts attacking people on mass and um <clears throat> this is really the third act of the movie is the party scene and uh the Partygoers goers slowly start turning into zombies it's a real night of the living dead situation some of them are inside the house some of them are outside the house um and they're having a really rough go of it the the group the survivors are kind of split into three sectors here it's uh the girlfriend and i guess a friend who has i who is she i don't know who this other character is She's
1: this is this is after the zombies prevent sexual assault correct oh right yeah I forgot about that scene. I feel like that is worth mentioning. Yeah. That our our, our favorite character decides to uh, do some sexual assault in the bathroom, but the zombies come in in the nick of time and snatch his wig. Yeah,
0: and that dude gets smashed in the nuts so many times.
1: He gets punched in the nuts like a dozen times, yeah, dude. Yeah, he it's gets so hit in good. the nuts by the zombie
0: baby. He gets kicked in the nuts by the girlfriend <laughs> multiple times. So... Getting his, uh, he's in a different sector on his own, and I have to say, pretty good at fighting off the zombies, huh? Uh, still allows, <laughs> but uh, but I'd buy, I'd buy propane from him. And uh, then you got uh, Lionel, who is still, he's still kind of doing the uh, Leslie Nielsen. Okay, nothing to see here, nobody panic, I got it all under control. And uh, he leaves, and I just want to, I, I want to talk about the lawnmower scene now. I know oh my, there's other I, oh, scenes. Like, yeah, It's fine. We can skip to Just this. We can skip this. Just a it's quick fine. thing.
3: The gag of him running in place in the pool of blood is A+. <laughs> that's some it real goes,
0: good it, shit. it goes
1: for so that's, long, That's too. the best
0: part. Is like you're expecting like Looney Tunes sound effects. It's the most three stooges ass thing I've ever seen in a zombie horror movie. And I love it. I love it so much because you can tell that this is the attitude that the movie is going for.
3: And then finally escaping it by just playing The Floor is Lava, but with zombie innards. That was really good. You're
0: not going to slip on it's those. so good. But a, again, this is a scene where you get a lot of people who are getting their hearts ripped out of their bodies, their chests ripped out of their bodies, and they get to look at it before they die
1: and turn into zombies. I'm like, again, looking inward. And, and if there's one more scene that I want to bring up before we get to the lawnmower scene, <laughs> the fucking... Some of, like, the puppet animation of these people's innards, where, like, the innards are, like, dancing individually, and it's like, it's like you'll have, like, a torso, like, legs with no torso, but, like, one piece of, like, middle of the body, like, just, like, nice, like, pipe of innards leading up to a head making stupid faces and swinging around, it's like, man, this is... This is why I watch John Carpenter movies, for shit exactly like so this. So here's the thing about some of this. this. There's, a,
0: <laughs> there's a scene, and you guys should remember, a guy is trying to get in through, like, a window, and he's like, help me, he pull me in, and they pull him in, and oh no, now he's a half-a-body guy, because, like, the, his legs has been chewed off, and there's nothing but bits, and it comes to him sitting on the floor going, oh, look at the what happened to the rest of the half of my body, which we can cut aside from the ridiculousness of this guy still being alive to even see this uh, sort of thing but parker you and i have watched a lot of the evil dead making of stuff and we know just how difficult it is to make this sort of stuff and the editing that goes into this is superb and that's where we can see the real work not just the practical effects but the editing to make it so cohesive i really like that it- stuff and him just having two skeleton legs with no meat. It's like,
3: well, I've never seen that before. That's for goddamn sure.
0: Thank you for bringing it back home to the most important stuff the two skeleton legs. Uh, I mean, like, the fucking Rube Goldberg
3: machines of some of these bloody kills are so. Like, the woman who gets the light bulb in her head, who's attached to the wire that leads up into the attic where he is, where he's trying to escape, but he's got a tentacle monster grabbing him, and then it pulls it down, and that yanks the ca- cable, and that hangs her up like. So much thought put into what is one of the bloodiest things I've ever seen in and my that's, life.
0: Yeah. yeah, and one of the other things is I, I don't get grossed out by gore or blood or violence or anything like that. I guess I'm mostly desensitized to it by now. But I do get impressed. When I see something that I yeah. haven't seen before or something that surprises me, I get impressed. And here's a good one that I bet, even if, if it was your first time watching, I bet you didn't see this one coming, Were that zombie... Punches his fist through like the that woman's the back of her head. His
1: fist comes out her mouth. Holy shit! I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) That and like everything in the scene where the girlfriend's in the kitchen with the zombie baby. Like oh yeah, oh my. That that's... whole goddamn Tom and
3: Jerry sequence with that baby in the kitchen I want I want to talk about beautiful. that.
0: Good.
1: Okay, so here's
0: the thing. It's like, and I actually mentioned this about setting up expectations. They're just sort of playing with them. Much like a good suspense movie. Very Hitchcockian in a way. Uh, you see this hideous fucking smelly zombie baby and you want nothing more in the world than for this baby to die horribly. And finally, she gets it in, I guess that's a blender or something? It, yeah. We
1: see the baby, like, flying through the air towards (laughs) Chekhov's blender. Like, time slows down for a second, just so you can, like, really process the fact that oh, fuck, it's gonna happen. This fucking zombie baby's gonna get just chunked by this fucking blender. And then it just, like, bounces out of it, like they're playing fucking slam ball, and (laughs) continues doing zombie baby things. And you're just sitting there as a viewer, like, fuck! exactly. It
3: bounces off, like, eight things like people make on their shitty TikTok videos while they're stuck at home, like, oh, it's going to go, it's going to bounce off this, it's going to bounce down the stairs, it's going to hit this wall,
0: but it's a baby. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just eluding death
3: by any means necessary. Yeah,
0: it, it just, you want it to die so much that they keep dragging it out, but not to the point of frustration. Not to the point where you're like, oh, would you just kill it already? I'm so sick and tired of the baby. It's just like, all right, what are you going to do now? And there's a whole bunch of other things that happen. And now the lawnmower sequence. This is a scene that I had known about for some time. I didn't see it, but I had known... It was just the words, the lawnmower sequence in Braindead. And, uh... Oh, it was worth it. Party's over, indeed. And he comes in there, and this is where all the blood comes from. This is... It's... They found a new way to kill the zombies, and they've always said, oh, (laughs) light them on fire, or cut their heads off, or this, that, or the other thing. They never told me (laughs) liquefy.
1: He fucking... He opens that door, and he's holding the lawnmower, and, like, because you've seen bad movies before, your brain fires and goes, "Oh, well, they're not going to show this," <laughs> and then they Lone show fucking behold, show, they all show of it. <laughs> all. See, of that's it. the best
0: part. Is like you'd think even in this movie they wouldn't show it because we think back to the very first kill in the entire movie. That guy who gets bit by the monkey, they cut off his left and right arm, and then they have to cut off his head because there's a scratch on his head, right? And uh, they don't show his head getting cut off. Uh, and so you think, oh, maybe they won't show the software sequence. No, they show it.
3: Because even from like a meta level, you're watching, you're like, well, oh, surely they have to be out of money by now. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, how much exactly. They really like, show. <laughs> like this movie looks so good for what it is that you're like, there's no, w- there's no way they have a grand finale left in this movie. Like even knowing going in that it had a three million dollar budget, like there's just no way. Like these actors must have made nothing. <laughs> The well, fact that this. he walks all the way through,
3: turns around, sees are still there, and just does another straight line through—like I was almost crying. I was so happy. <laughs> so many fucking zombies. Right? Like we say a lot. Like you know, once this movie starts, you know, it it just goes. And we're not lying when we say that. Yeah, but this movie—I mean, this movie—once it starts,
0: holy Jesus! I mean, Christ. you are taught during your driver's tests you don't put both feet on the accelerator. Peter Jackson's from New Zealand; they got a whole different system of driving over there. <laughs>
3: it is like their shit like to this day. I've never seen half the shit in this movie done anywhere near this like, well. Like the best comparison I can make the, is
0: the opening scene of Wishmaster, and that's just like an opening scene that doesn't match like most of this movie. <laughs>
3: And that's just a flex from a lifelong special effects. Like, hey, guys, check this shit yeah. out. This is the entire third act. Uh, like, yeah. I guess like the once only that other... party starts, it's... Oh the, God, I'm sorry. Get so the excited. only
0: other thing that I guess I could compare this to is most of the Rob Bettine effects and the thing, but those had to be used sparingly for the narrative. This, oh, the narrative doesn't have any constraints of that sort. <laughs> so you could have your uh, Bruce
1: Lee uh, pastor. I <laughs> just... Uh, <laughs> this guy gets fucking coated with, like, three entire human beings worth of blood. According to like, the
0: trivia, the the blood was shooting out at five gallons per second. I can't imagine that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Reading that is the reaction gift of the guy saluting his computer and
2: screaming. <laughs> that was me. I was so happy. So,
3: <laughs> like, amongst all of this, you forget, like, that there's just a... You see these giant monster hands in the basement, and you're like, hey, what the fuck is that movie? And then it just goes away to the lawnmower scene, and you forget that there's something really, really big underneath Yeah, Because uh, <laughs> I certainly yeah. forgot. I was like, oh, I guess the movie's over, because what the fuck do you do now?
0: <laughs> well, uh, oh, oh, man. so so we go to um, uh, the uncle character who decapitates a zombie and puts a lawn gnome on his head. And I just think that's funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> That's a good bit it's Keep really back that guy head. just wandering around with a lawn gnome for a head
2: God,
3: and he chops up like 40 of them, makes a pile And it just comes sauntering in with that lawn gnome That's good stuff, Yeah, man. it's I real fucking good fucking love movies, you guys
0: And uh, I guess a grand finale here uh, No, honey, you have to leave me And uh, she's like, why? He's like, oh, I haven't seen mum yet in it. and uh, his mom is has become a super zombie uh, she's basically Nemesis and uh, she comes out there and she says Stars <laughs> thank you I appreciate that uh, I thought we were have I thought we were gonna have a lot more of those references in this movie but uh I uh, guess we didn't
3: like uh, there's just so
0: much because this is an I actual zombie
3: movie and Resident Evil is not about... a zombie movie. <laughs> a woman who gets a light bulb in her head and they're like they'll just be talking in the background She's just they'll just there. see her moving like a fucking animatronic santa just like slowly raising her arms up the and whole down the time and i was
0: there. like they they should have used like that prop in the haunted house in the finale of the guest it's oh my god
3: <laughs> fuck i want that i want a lamp like that more than i've ever wanted anything in my
0: life <laughs> imagine that thing hanging next to like the crib keeper at spencer's gifts I will take one please. I (laughs) guess all I can imagine picture
3: that (laughs) Boy before we get to the finale, we gotta get to the last scene of the baby,
0: who appears by just ripping through that woman's face. Oh yeah, how okay, so how does the (laughs) Oh my fucking How does the baby get inside of her though?
1: that is it, to be clear that is not the last scene with the baby no well okay, me, okay so it's fart. got like
0: her i thought it's like her left notes i'm like oh you should see a doctor you know cancer affects one out of every and then like the baby literally splits her head open and comes out of it and is giggling
3: <laughs> like, if it's that's so in any cool. movie i'm skipping everything i watched that week just to talk about that scene for <laughs> 35 minutes and that's like oh yeah that's That was a cool thing in there. So, anyways, the giant (laughs) fucking monster-titted thing comes out. It's... This movie has... It almost has too much. Almost. Which is, you know, when you look at Peter Jackson's other movies, you
0: know. Kind of history of that. (laughs) Uh, So, the baby finally gets put in the blender. Oh, my God. I...
3: It's just such a beautiful moment. I truly wish this movie, like, was available to be seen readily. I would, it's on YouTube. <laughs> I would paste. When, I mean, oh. like, I mean, in crowds. When get, I want to see this in a the theater so oh, fucking bad, too. you guys.
1: When we get that fucking three-second shot of the house on fire and the baby just, like, hanging out inside <laughs> totally fine, it's like, God, fuck you, movie. I hate you so much. Like,
0: oh, Why is he okay? God, <laughs> they, they made a sequel to this, didn't they? I, don't think I think so. they, they probably made I some should. sort of to video sequel with none of the original cast or crew. That oh, doesn't count. And uh, the main. I'll watch it. Don't I can, tell me I that. can already smell that the baby is going to be like the main thing. Kind of like Son of the Mask. So, uh, oh, God damn it. Remember that movie, Parker? You're going to. Yeah. I do. It's a good thing that you remember it so we don't have to. Anyway, so then. Fuck you, son. <laughs> that was a rough year it really was that was a it's been a rough (laughs) life (laughs) so the mom comes back the mom comes back and she's got her titties swinging all over the place and uh (laughs) we get an unbirthing Uh, scene speaking of (laughs) speaking of i cannot
3: believe i didn't remember this the look on my face like how did i see this movie and just not remember this Absolute monst- <laughs> monstrosity is the only word. Yeah. For it. So
0: he, it is inhuman. He fucking uh, decides to go inside again, uh, looking inward. See, it's like poetry; they sort of rhyme. Uh, <laughs> and he uh, blows her up from inside. So he escapes, and uh, the fire department comes by to put the house out of fire, and everyone's safe. And he kisses his girlfriend, and the credits run.
1: So well, I guess I learned my lesson.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wish we would have had serum back then too. Oh, I forgot to—I forgot about Chekhov's serum. It wasn't actually uh, sedative at all. It was actually animal something or other, not for human consumption. And uh, I guess it makes the uh, greaser zombie attack all the people at the party. It's not very important. Whoops! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Nazis. The thought fact... your scientists are better than that. Yeah, Doctor Poison like would have done fucking... that. <laughs> the flex
3: to build this ungodly thing that should not exist and be like, alright, we're putting it on the fucking roof is such a power play. I don't even know how to handle it. <laughs> like, okay, this thing has to navigate an uneven terrain. Like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> this thing has to, like, climb sh- Are you joking, Peter? I'm like, alright, fuck it. Uh, this whole movie just feels like a flex. It's...
1: It, it is. It's such a huge flex from somebody who hadn't done anything yet and that's so crazy. <laughs> like... Just imagine knowing you're this good this early. Yeah, like, it's, I like I can't fathom it.
0: But like, there was a point before I watched this movie. I kept saying to myself and to anyone who would listen, imagine making uh, Dead Alive, and then some Hollywood executive says, like, yeah, you can make a, a film adaptation of the most well-known book series of all time, and then you murder it." And I have to admit, now that I've seen it. If I was a Hollywood executive, I would absolutely write this guy a blank check to adapt I don't know, fucking the Wheel of Time if you want.
1: Yeah, like, what the
0: fuck did Colin Trevorrow do to get real movies? Like, <laughs> come on, of course this guy deserves yeah. one. Parker, have you
3: I mean, talking about going I think, through filmographies, I want to watch all of them now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask,
0: have you seen, uh, it's very different from most of his other movies, They Shall Not Grow Old?
3: No, but it's on HBO Go. I've been waiting for an appropriate time to maybe have a bad day also i was just going to pair it with 1917 uh, and make a whole afternoon out memorial of
0: it. day is coming up um oh if you if you want to take this holiday seriously speaking was, of gamergate yeah uh <laughs> I, I, alex and i loved uh they shall not grow old so um
1: correct yeah
0: y'all yeah, love that and 1917 so i figured fuck it they're both out Wait, you haven't seen 1917
3: take a yet? day no theaters don't oh. exist <laughs> i wasn't gonna watch it on my computer that seemed Fair.
0: ill-advised yeah, that's a good point yeah oh boy 1917 oh you're gonna like that uh yeah it turns out Peter Jackson actually good at movie making a lot of people forget that but it's true uh <laughs> do we have any final thoughts on uh one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen in my life
1: man I can't believe I'm gonna fucking watch Mortal Engines this week
0: <laughs> right. I'm so mad about it <laughs> I was looking at this list of like
3: man I should watch the lovely bone star Mark Wahlberg, shouldn't I? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's. I I guess I well, would have to say that uh, I'm really happy I took the chance to to see this. And you're right. Uh, Alex, it definitely it definitely works as a horror comedy, and not just the fact that they tell jokes, because yeah, the, the jokes work, the jokes land, but it's the whole attitude of the movie, it's the whole idea of the way things work, you know, it's the it's the uh, Buck Strickland from New Zealand character, it's uh, it's that zombie baby who just won't fucking die, uh, it's it's uh, the camera angles and everything and this goofy looking schlub, uh, I I really like this movie, I can see why it's a classic, I, I guess I still prefer the evil dead series but that's not even fair they got three of them
3: i like i said like i love that it's on youtube god bless whoever did that but like you can't even find a fucking dvd of this in america like it's been out of print so long like for the love of god i know peter jackson's trying to restore all of his old movies and get them released put this out on fucking scream factor or whatever and let all of us sweaty weirdos own this. I wanna watch it over and, over and over like we're halfway through it and she looks at me like So next time we have people over, we're just putting this on to like the halfway point, right? It's like yeah, absolutely yeah. <laughs> Just like started this dinner party like why do they all talk weird? Like, eh, just don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, they're
0: they're from Massachusetts. So uh They're from Texas. <laughs> so- okay. So we have to talk about the very end of this classic and we have this burning house and all of a sudden, a motorcycle burst through one of the stained glass windows. It's Gary Busey. Dresses Bigfoot.
2: <laughs> and
3: that's the T sis.